0: to another episode of Making It. My name is Mirabelle, I'm your host, and on today's episode, the last episode of Season 1, we're joined by singer-songwriter and Twitch streamer, Shanee Rose. Shanee and I met through Twitch, and if you've been an avid listener, you've probably heard me say that like 10,000 times by now, I'm so sorry. But we met, I believe, through Kat McDowell, who was on our very first episode of Making It. Kat hosted these songwriter sessions which was like a songwriting challenge on Twitch and at the end of the season for that she invited back all of the guests she had on for those streams and one of those guests was Shani. So then I did a similar but different songwriting challenge with Shani on her own channel back in October of 2021 and so we co-wrote a song together which was super awesome. It was really fun. It was also very scary again, (laughs) but um, it was a cool experience. Shani is a super talented, award-winning singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist based in LA. She's worked with a bunch of music supervisors from television companies like NBC and Fox. She also has two duo projects uh, that we talk about that we mention: Joan and Roseport alongside her own solo project, Shinny Rose. We get into what it means to write music for sync, what sync is, and no, not like a kitchen sink, but like sync for like synchronization, um, basically putting music to film and TV. Um, she talks about songwriting camps, what that entails, and we also touch on performance anxiety. Shinny talks about her background in music, her experience with doing street performances, kind of how that led to twitch streaming and she also talks about doing improv like acting improv and how that relates to songwriting or to co-writing more specifically and we also get into how she juggles her career of being a singer songwriter musician while being a mother and it's all very intense but she somehow makes it all work and it's it's amazing This chat brought up a lot of insight into what it's like to do songwriting as, like, your main career, so it's been pretty eye-opening. I learned a lot, as always, as with every guest I have on, and I hope that you learned something as well. Again, this is the last episode of season one, which is insane. It's it's pretty crazy. That's 10 episodes weekly. I'm very surprised that I managed to uh, stay consistent with this. So thank you so much for listening. Season two is in the works. And in the meantime, so there might be a little bit of a break uh, for episodes. Um, but in the meantime, I think I'll be doing a solo Q&A episode. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Is ears peeled? That sounds <laughs> that sounds kind of weird. Um, but anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast so far and as always if you want to get involved you can join my patreon to know who's coming on to the podcast and you can ask your questions for the guests i would love it if you left a review a rating or a comment on the youtube channel or like message me send me a tweet i don't know a comment on my instagram let me know what you think so far of of this episode and or of the whole podcast so i think that's it for me i will talk to you soon enjoy the episode with Shani Rose. Let me first say hello, and thanks for coming on. <laughs> thanks. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. I, well, I was just talking to Matt uh, a couple days ago last week, and because he was on this podcast, too. And mm-hmm. um, Matt Walden, um, also awesome. Twitch streamer, <laughs> person, musician. And when we had our call, it was like, we were both like, oh, I feel like I've, I know you already. Like, we've been friends for a while. <laughs> But, yeah. like, we, I know nothing about him, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. So...
1: It's like a musician kindred spirit kind of thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. I like that. So kind of like you and I, I, like, also, we collabed. We wrote a song yeah. together. It's fun. Got to get that recorded.
1: We <laughs> do. I love that one. I, I often get it stuck in my head, and yeah. I'm like, oh, man, that chorus is so good, and, like, I just keep remembering how you're like, ah, layers are like this, this line wouldn't work or I, I can't, no, it was something in the verse or the pre-chorus. Yeah. You're like, this would never work. And then I was like, wait, but it will. Hold on. <laughs> what if we did this? And then, and then it was like the basis of our song. And yeah, I, I love those happy mistakes or I don't, I don't call them mistakes. Happy accidents. Yeah. How about that? Yeah.
0: Something like that. It's kind of weird to figure out what that song was about, really.
1: <laughs> like the process or like now telling people what it's about?
0: The process during mm-hmm. it when we were making yeah. it and being given that title of layers. Yeah. I yeah. think,
1: especially if you're writing on on a live stream and you're like, oh, we have this limited amount of time, like, I don't know, there's something about... Um, just kind of going in and diving in and you're like we're gonna figure it out later (laughs) and it'll be what it'll be and here it is and then it's really cool to see and this happens to me a lot but it's cool to see how like sometimes you don't have a plan and then like subconsciously the plan unravels and kind of like presents itself to you and you're like oh yeah that's what i meant to say the whole time and here it is
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) Yeah. yeah Do you want to talk about what i what like some people probably don't know that we did the songwriter session thing. Yeah. What is the songwriter sessions?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um I started this on my Twitch channel um in October. And you, Mirabel, were the very first person <laughs> to be on the songwriter sesh. Yeah. And um and it was a blast. And basically like I'm I'm doing it monthly now. It's um you know, I've had awesome people on. Human Juke was on. Calvin Thomas was on. Um, we had Taryn on last month, and this month we're having um, Michael Barnum. Oh yeah. And um, I'm I'm just excited. Like the the coolest thing is that like I get to I don't know get to know other Twitch streamers better, and like in in a setting that's like. Our comfort zone, but also it's a nice. I I want to say like there's vulnerability in going into a session with somebody, and you're like, here, let's write about something like that Mm -hmm. has emotion, and you're like, hi, nice to meet you. So (laughs) part of that's like kind of like could be nerve wracking, but I I love it gives you an opportunity to really like genuinely like get to know somebody in a different way, which is nice, I think. Mm and i really like that and um yeah so i started it in october and it's just been so much fun and, and you know everyone who tunes in always loves doing like listening and and seeing the process behind the co write basically what it is is like we you know come on the stream and um chat a little bit and we we need, we do a little writers round which is like we kind of alternate go back and forth a couple songs um sharing original songs um both for the viewers to like enjoy the original music, but also it gets us sort of in tune with each other and synced up. And like, oh, that's really cool. That like that is a style that you are awesome at. Or like, I love how your melodies are in this song, or whatever. So it gets us sort of creatively uh, like warmed up, I guess, in a way. <laughs> and I hadn't thought about that before I did that, but I'm like, oh yeah, this is why this makes sense to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then um, we write a song based on, like, <laughs> suggestions from the, the chat and and our own inspirations, and we kind of land
0: on something. So that's what yeah. that's how layers came about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's no, like, time limit as, like, on cats, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, there's – so what I – sort of th- the aspiration is an hour um i've yet right. to write a song in an hour um <laughs> and that's okay cuz some songs take like 7 years like didn't hallelujah <laughs> didn't hallelujah take like i don't know 15 years for leonard cohen to write or something <laughs> like that um yeah yeah so i i start with an hour and then what what we've been doing recently which is kind of fun um we won't make it in an hour so then we cut it to half an hour and then we have an extra half an hour and then we don't make the half an hour so we cut (laughs) it to 15 minutes and then we cut it to seven and a half minutes Mm. and like four ish three and a half four and like so like we cut it all the Mm -hmm. times in half (laughs) so it's like (laughs) it's kind of fun in that way we're like
0: oh but we still have like Three minutes left.
1: <laughs> um, so we've been Every doing... Every
0: second counts. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So we've been doing that. So um, that's, that's been awesome. fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mentioned our songwriting session on the episode with Marie because we were talking about introversion and extroversion. Ah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned the songwriter session, how I was like, I realized that I don't actually, I don't think I, I don't know, like it's a... It's an experience, but it's probably not something that I would voluntarily do all that often. <laughs> Interesting.
1: So you write most of your stuff by yourself?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the first time I ever co-wrote was with Kat on her songwriter sessions nice. on stream.
1: <laughs> what a what a n- crazy um, nerve-wracking thing to do as your first co-writing session. <laughs> right.
0: Why did I say yes to that?
1: <laughs> but that got your feet wet real real quick that Just was throw me like, into
0: the deep end <laughs>
1: you, you definitely jumped into the deep end on that one because it's like no not only are you gonna write um with somebody but you're gonna write with somebody live on a stream in front of a bunch of people and you're gonna do that in 22 minutes
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But there you go.
1: But don't you feel, I feel like, isn't wasn't that like good training in a way? Is, I don't know. Yeah, in a way it was <laughs> nice to
0: get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, And also same with when we did ours. Like, it's mm-hmm. nice to get out of my comfort zone and try this other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that, it like, but just, you know, to be more comfortable, I just... Would prefer writing on my own.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that that's so interesting. I um, started writing on my own, like from the beginning of like when I started being a songwriter, I guess, um, and then I <laughs> discovered this thing called the co-writing, and I'm like, I like to be around people, <laughs> and I feel like co-writing and 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 sort of putting two brains together or three or however mm-hmm. many. Um, makes the song better for, for my experience. Like it, it, um, it pushes me to like, pushes the, the, the group of co-writers to, to try to make whatever it is the best it can be. And like to challenge each other to be like, oh, is that the best we can do? Or is, is this, is, is, can we top that, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I love that process of like how is this the strongest it, it can be, or can it be better? And I think that, um, I mean that that is fun for me, and and it's also just I like being around. You know, it's a, I guess it's an introverted extroverted thing maybe too. <laughs> but like my the process of me going into a session with other people, and I get to like talk to them, and you know we get to like create a story together and everything mm-hmm. that feels fulfilling and like fun to me. Um, more so than like me sitting down and being like, okay, I <laughs> write a song now and I'm by myself and mm. you know, but it's so it's so fascinating that that's, um, yeah. That I I'm sure it has to do with personality and just like style and a bunch of things. So that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, because I'm like I, like I don't want. I think maybe it's too much of, like, a self-conscious sort of thing where mm-hmm. I'm, like, maybe they won't like what I have to say or, like, maybe they don't won't like this idea and, uh, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> know. I've also felt that, too, so many, so many times, <laughs> like, so many times. Yeah. Um, I think that's natural and I think that um, for me, like, when I first started co-writing, I definitely felt that a lot. And I, I was like, oh, you know, they're going to think this idea is stupid. And like, I should just not say anything. But it also taught me like co-writing with other people has taught me that like, it's actually really liberating to be in that situation because it forces me to like, let go of the ego that that's involved in our creativity and our, you know, songwriting process. Mm -hmm. And be like, okay, I'm going to say this idea, but it's n- like, like if I take the ego away, then I'm not going to worry if they like it or not, because it's not about me, it's about the song, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, this idea can be neutral, and like, it doesn't need a Sh- Shanice, like, opinion on whether or not she thinks <laughs> secretly it's good or not, you know, because maybe mm-hmm. somebody else in the room will like it, or maybe it won't be a good idea, but it'll, like, it'll inspire or or make somebody else in the room think of something that turns out to be like the hook in the course mm-hmm. you know so like i i and that took a long time for me to get to i definitely had times where i'm like oh this isn't good enough or oh i really think this is good and no one in the room thinks mm-hmm. it's good either and i feel really bad about that cuz yeah. like i feel like i didn't contribute anything you know so mm-hmm. And that's that's like the process I think with co-writing, and I I'm I'm happy that I, I well it was it, it's a it's a journey going through that and kind of getting to the place where you're like yeah, but it's about the song, it's not about me, you know. And and that's for somebody who like is focusing on like I'm gonna be a songwriter and you know write material for a variety of avenues and places. Um, if you're doing something for your artist project, I think that's different too. I think mm-hmm. it has to align with you and you're just like like who you are and and um there's a di- i i think there's a different approach to that depend depending on what it is but yeah, yeah for
0: sure definitely yeah because i've my writing has always just pretty much just been for me like i'm mm-hmm. just creating for me yeah. and then sharing it and apparently people resonate with it so
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. they do definitely they do <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, I think your, your, your writing is, well, co-writing with you is really awesome. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what your process is by yourself. But, mm-hmm. but um, I think that, like, just the way you, you think about, you know, melodies and lyrics and concepts, it's, it's very supportive. And like, I really... You're a good co-writer. Great. Newsflash. (laughs) Whoa. Um,
0: (laughs) There you go. I said it.
1: Um, Yeah. No, you, you, um, but it's, but, but I think that like, it's a really nice, it's like refreshing to have, you know, those ideas that are, that are from a different perspective and. Mm -hmm.
0: um, Yeah. That was really cool. So what is your songwriting process then? I guess Uh, when you're writing by yourself.
1: (laughs) By myself? Oh my god. So, um... Let's see. I don't write by myself that often anymore. So it is like a little... um, But I I have been writing... Well, so I have these assignments that um, I've started to do with this like monthly class, I guess I would call it. It's like a class where you like write songs with a pop perspective and it's like with um this publisher that sort of teaches a curriculum and 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 helps guide us to like focusing on writing for for artists and and pop pop music for artists so Mm -hmm. um yeah so this first month i've been like okay i'm gonna write something on my own and here we go so it's been um i think my process writing by myself now is that i am much more critical like i'm much more Mm -hmm. self-critical because there's no one in the room to be like oh yeah that's a good idea or like how about this taking your idea and like let's build to that you know for Mm -hmm. me i'm like is this good what i just did i don't (laughs) i don't know what it is and i hope it's good so i have to kind of use my my like gut feeling sometimes of like okay this was this feels good or this you know there's something here um and like not worry maybe too much about editing myself or mm-hmm. or trying to find the perfect thing because then it'll drive me crazy so yeah. um that's what I've been doing I mean process wise it can be a variety of things it can be emotionally instigated you know like if something like happens in my life where I'm like ah, I just I'm so angry about this or like frustrated <laughs> or whatever or happy about this I need to like write something down and sometimes I'll write a little um one-liner like lyrical thing or like a, a, a top uh, not topic um a title that's what it's called <laughs> a title um where I'm I'm like oh yeah this is cool I'll put this in my little note thing in my phone and I'll and I'll look at it later sometimes it's um a melody and I'll just hum sometimes it's uh sometimes it sometimes it's chords but not not as often I would say um and then I if I'm sitting down by myself I'll kind of skim through that and see what's like inspiring me sometimes if it's like emotionally driven right then and there then then it's easy to kind of sit down and and focus on that but I haven't felt that in a while or, or like been in that situation in a while because I usually co-write and also because I haven't had a lot of time to write because (laughs) motherhood is time consuming. So, Uh (laughs) um, and yeah, but, but that's one of my goals this year. I was like, I have to start writing more and co-writing more because that's my, I mean, that's my path, like that's my career passion and like the thing Mm -hmm. that I love to do the most and unfortunately, it's not, like, paid up front all the yeah. time or most <laughs> of the time. So that's the dilemma of, like, okay, I do all these other things in music that, you know, I can pay the bills with, but mm-hmm. the thing that I love the most, I maybe can pay the bills with, but mm-hmm. I have to, like, invest the time in it first and then see if it pays the bills. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, but I think that's that's how I how I roll usually like it's it's all about like what is inspiring me and then kind of going down that route and, and I'll put like my voice memo uh not voice memo my um voice recorder on on my phone or on my on logic or something and I just kind of play around with it and uh follow that path down until I like something and yeah kind of go from there and sometimes it's like I'm like, I feel like this is a guitar song. It feels like it has to be a guitar song. And sometimes I'm like, no, this is a piano song. And sometimes I start on one instrument, and I'm like, "Eh, I thought it was a guitar song, but no, it's a piano (laughs) song now. Like, that happened the other day. Oh, really? So, as I was trying to write this song assignment Mm. that's due (laughs) this week. Oh, man. (laughs) So. Yeah. yeah.
0: You almost done that assignment?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Staff, Don't remind me um i think the more i like worry about it the more i'm like oh my god it's not done it's not gonna be perfect Uh, i'm gonna suck at this um yeah so i think i just have to be like here's what i have and i'm and this is it and it's not gonna be perfect and um yeah that's Mm. what i'm gonna do tonight (laughs) good luck (laughs) once once the baby goes to bed (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's gonna be fun no i think it's like once i if I get in the zone and I'm, I'm feeling creative, then, like, I'll get there. But it's been hard to find the time this year to, to mm-hmm. like, have enough time to just be in the zone and, and be creative. Um, that's that's the struggle. I'm I, I'm always getting interrupted or there's always something else I need to take care of and stuff. But it's mm-hmm. not an excuse. So I'm changing. <laughs> I'm making a change. I'm changing it up. Good That's week. why I started taking this class. I was like, this is going to force me. Like, I have to do it now because I mm-hmm. signed up for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah.
0: And there are other people keeping you accountable for it. Yeah, Makes it exactly. easier. Accountability.
1: Yeah. That's important. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've never really, like, well, I don't have any songs, maybe, like, one that I've never put out or any or recorded or anything. But, like, really? nothing is on piano. I always write with guitar. Okay. Yeah. And so I don't really have that where I'm like, oh, this sounds like a piano song or, you know, a guitar just song. A... Like, huh. It's kind of just guitar, acoustic, and then I can build around that and start adding instruments to it. But that's always the base for me.
1: Okay. Do you do you usually start with, like, the production ideas and kind of build stuff and then add the melody and lyrics? Or, you, or is no, it No, I kind of do,
0: like, melody i'm humming i'm singing while i'm playing guitar (laughs) nice okay yeah i'm fiddling around until i find something i like or until words actually start to form and then and then yeah sometimes i do
1: that too sometimes (laughs) i like make a melody and then i sing nonsense stuff and then there's like a word that happens Mm -hmm. and then i'm like all right let's follow this yeah but that sometimes leads me into like i really like how this word sounds but it's not gonna work in a good concept. It's just yeah. a word. And then I'm like, what do I do with it now? So like that's happened to me a bunch before too. <laughs> yeah. There's um,
0: a isn't there like a genre of that kind of music where you're singing like these vocals are they're not like actual words, but they're kind of kind of words.
1: Is that a genre, really? Or like Stream of Consciousness or like
0: no, like, mm. the, the lyrics just aren't real words, but it's, mm. you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Good question. Um, I haven't heard that, but but I know what you mean. They're like, the, those songs that have, like, <laughs>
0: you know, and, the
1: <laughs> and then you hear it on an ad or something.
0: Kind um, of. So, yeah, I guess that's one.
1: Like, na-na-na, <laughs> like, na-na-na's and... Oh hey, like really, like like like
0: longer oohs and ahs except they kind of sound like words in a way. I have, yeah,
1: I have not heard about that genre,
0: but uh, I mean, I don't, I can't tell you what it is.
1: (laughs) Who knows? Tell us out there, (laughs) whoever is listening, (laughs) is going to be listening. Tell us about this genre. We want to, we want to hear, we want to learn about this. I'm interested. I'm going to make us a
0: playlist. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get started with songwriting um i
1: okay so my first song i ever wrote was in high school my senior year there was like a um senior uh so i was in like the, i was in the jazz band in in high school and um I was like into piano and I was like I'm a pianist and that's what I do and like <laughs> I just, I'm I do instruments and um and then the seniors had an opportunity to like do a senior showcase in our last um like music you know like how in high school you have like big music uh performances you know like at the end of the year and the 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 christmas you know like the holiday one and springtime so the end of the year one they were like okay you have um you can do something musical Mm -hmm. whatever you want to do like it's not you don't have to do the thing that you've you know like i don't have to do a jazz piano song or whatever so um i don't know i don't remember the like moment that I decided I'm gonna write a song but somehow I decided that I was gonna write a song and perform it um so I don't I don't know where that came from I I can't remember really but I was like yeah this could this seems like it's it would be fun (laughs) and so I did and um it was the most terrifying thing waiting backstage for my turn Mm -hmm. um And being like, I've never sung in front of people but myself with a piano. What am I doing? Ah." (laughs) Um, But I did it. And I forgot the first line of my song, of course. Classic. Um, But you know what I did? I just did the intro twice. Smart. So secret revealed, guys. you. I just kept playing the piano (laughs) until I remembered them.
0: That's smart. Nobody Um, would know anyway. Nobody
1: knew. Nobody knew, but I did. And I was like, (laughs) "Of course, this would happen." But um, I'm trying to remember what the song was called. Can't remember. Can't remember. But afterwards, people were like, "I didn't know you could sing," and like that was such a good song. And I was like, "What, really?" (laughs) So that was inspiring. And then I like, you know, started writing in my room just on my own. And then when I went to college, I started as a jazz piano major at USC and then switched into switched out of that after I took a songwriting class my second semester and I was like this is amazing this is the best Thing that's ever happened in in my life. What? I'm gonna be a songwriter now. What have I been doing? So I like switched into a regular music major and and then the rest was history and I was just like, I'm just gonna keep taking songwriting classes and just this is what I'm doing, you know. And I and I I've done like comp composition stuff too, composing and and whatnot. But like I think the the path has always led me back to songwriting. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I keep, keep, it's, it keeps showing up and sending me signs. So mm-hmm. or it keeps showing up and making me happy. So I'm like, well, gotta chase what makes me happy.
0: Yeah. There's that. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that your jazz background, piano jazz background, uh, like influences your songwriting?
1: It definitely does. Um I would say now it doesn't um, it doesn't like come out genre wise all the time in my in my song style. Mm. But the I guess the, the, the theory knowledge that I've sort of acquired over yeah. the years and like just kind of the understanding of the relationship between between the har- harmony and the melodies and like the the just like the dynamics of a song and 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 building a song and all that i think has definitely come out in my songwriting like it's it's it it comes so naturally that it's it's something that i'm grateful that i have sort of as part of my musical identity and then mm-hmm. i just kind of draw from it whenever I need to or or in whatever capacity I need to when I when I write a song um it's cool and yeah it's it's really great so kids keep practicing piano (laughs) don't quit okay even though practicing is annoying sometimes and hard and you're like why do I have to play the scale 10 times just don't quit just don't quit because then later you'll be like oh that's why i needed to play this 10 times Mm -hmm. um yeah and i would say though it once in a while i do have jazz songs well jazz type songs or funky songs or bluesy songs that i will write and i'm like oh yeah i get to like (laughs) i get to throw my my like knowledge of this in the ring and come up with something cool and it, this is super fun and i'm in my element and everything so
0: that's um, awesome yeah yeah i feel like having a foundation whether that's like in classical music or jazz really it like adds to whatever other musical thing you're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all influence each other a lot which is you
1: you're yeah. from you have a jazz uh, a classical background right yeah okay yeah Flute? so
0: i went yeah exactly okay yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah where did
1: you study reminded me
0: um i did my undergrad at the university of calgary and then i did my master's at the university of toronto
1: okay Were they both yeah. in in flute
0: flute, flute? performance yeah
1: <laughs> you're a you're a pro flute
0: flautist yeah no That's i don't even awesome. know what it's called like flautist? a flutist a flautist a fluter a fluter tutor. i like this f- <laughs> i like fluter i will answer to flute pretty much because you know hey, like flute. ensembles yeah <laughs> like and ensemble rehearsals and they're like flutes play quieter and so like you just you respond to that now
1: <laughs> nice do you still play like in cl- a classical setting
0: um yeah sometimes i mean not like so much recently because covid and stuff but right but yeah for sure because of covid though i like I talked about this a lot on my streams recently, where mm-hmm. I just... Because I'm just so excited about music now, right now. <laughs> mm,
1: that's so cool. Yeah.
0: Like, I talked about how before flute has... Because it's always been an academic thing. Mm-hmm. So, I just... I couldn't get it out of that box. I can't... I could never, like, improvise with it. I could never compose with flute mm. or anything. It's always been in the classical world. And so... Mm-hmm. But since covid and like being at home and not being able to play with anybody in like a chamber group or whatever ensemble orchestra whatever um I started like recording myself and then playing with myself and so that has yeah it's really fun it took me out of that box yeah
1: that's really great yeah (sighs) I think you get so used to doing one thing you it's like this is the category this is where it fits and it's hard Mm -hmm. to change that yeah. And then you need like a worldwide global pandemic to like just <laughs> kick you off the track
0: <laughs> apparently of
1: what you thought was what you're doing in your life.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh man. I've always like played guitar and sung on the mm-hmm. side and it's always been like a hobby so it didn't so yeah. They've been the flute and the singing has been so separated. But now I'm putting them all together. It's great. Yay!
1: Oh my gosh. Were you doing um, before COVID? Were you like, um, was that your main like job, like profession? Were you like flautist in an orchestra kind of thing, (laughs) or like?
0: Well, I I finished my master's like just last June, so COVID started. I had one year of school left and that Got was it. all done okay. online. Got it. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you're like, but I was supposed to do this and I guess I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> yeah. Music school oh,
0: and online, music and online just do not mix that's, very well. That's so all. hard.
1: That's so hard. Yeah. Absolutely. I <laughs> It's. I mean, I I've, I've have found a way, I teach um, private lessons to kids and adults and I've found a way to make it work pretty well online, um, mm. and it's actually been really helpful. Now to be able to do it from home because you know baby corn, <laughs> <laughs> we call him baby corn on the, I on the stream. I love that. He's <laughs> so cute. Uh, yeah, he's cute. He's so cute. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's it's. I'm kind of used to it now, but like. I can imagine how hard it is, or I mean, I have a friend who is a music teacher, a middle school and high school music mm. teacher, and she was saying how how incredibly hard it was to figure out, how how what do I do with like a group of yeah. kids yeah. that are in like a choir class? Like, how does this work online? You know, like private lessons can work. A group, kind it's of. like, what? <laughs> Like, how do you, how do you do this? Yeah,
0: for my, like, wind ensemble rehearsals, um, last year, mm -hmm. just, we couldn't play together. So the, like, props to all the profs and the conductors for trying to figure something out. But basically, what we did was just, um, for some of it, uh, they played the recording of a piece that we were all learning, and then right. we would mute ourselves and we would play along to yeah. the music and then talk about it after and, like, kind yeah. of talk about the challenges, what we should focus on, whatever. Okay. And, yeah, we tried – we did a couple of, like, recordings where we all submitted our parts and then okay, yeah. T.A. tried to put it together.
1: <laughs> that's what – that's. I think that's what my friend said she did, too. She had, like, yeah. them record their vocals and they –
0: But it's so it's hard. It's so
1: challenging. Like it's like not the same at all. Enough, yeah, yeah. I um, I was before COVID. I was doing um improv comedy for fun, just like as a hobby, (laughs) because it's so great and so much fun. (laughs) That is (laughs) so random. I love that. (laughs) Well, it's like it's another art form. It's another performance sort of uh, creative (laughs) outlet. I think. uh and the way i came about that well so like my husband and i have have this thing every year even though we haven't done it in like the last year or two but like every year for our wedding anniversary we choose something new to learn together (laughs) um just to like grow and you know like just so it's like a fun thing it's like a it's like a little challenge so so we chose a couple years back like four years ago now or something we chose improv because we had this theater near our, our place and it was really fun to go watch it and we're like we should go take classes they have classes and we took like level one class and then like never never looked back and it was (laughs) so fun and we just kept taking class and we went we graduated through the program like I was performing on a team on the uh, the theater (laughs) I was not a pro at all oh my god but it was so fun to just let go and just be whatever like just it it, and it's it has a lot of parallels to songwriting which is really cool it's Mm. because one of the teachers was explaining where it's like One person presents this thing in the scene, you know, this is their character, they say a statement, and then the next person builds on that. And then Mm -hmm. they go back and forth building this, you know, scene and this story and these characters out of nothing at all. And then at the end of the scene, and then like five minutes later, you created something and you have a story and you have a scene and, and like anything your partner presents, you take that and you build on it and then you like you like add to it and I'm like that's kind of like what co-writing is oh my god (laughs) and then you have a song at the end so um why did I start talking about improv though oh my gosh (laughs) oh right so when COVID (laughs) happened (laughs) uh they took like the classes online and performances online and stuff and Mm. and it was it was like props to 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 the teachers and the and the coaches because it was like how do you do this without like all the physicality on stage and like yeah. you know you do like you you do like scene work to, uh, not scene work um um oh my god it slipped my mind but like when you're like pretending there's a you know like a coffee mug in your hand mm-hmm. and you're drinking like all of that stuff and you hand something to some your partner and you like you give them a hug like it's all mm-hmm. about like the emotional sort of connection between the characters and then you can't really do that yeah <laughs> in a in a screen so it was Really hard to do that. Anyway, that was a real big tangent. <laughs>
0: that was interesting, and that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: and that's why I, I have a little bit of improv that I throw into my my Twitch streams too. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we have like little um, bit bar challenges, and we have um, um, a wheel that we spin. We have a Shenanigans stream. So, oh my goodness, I do. i There is one <laughs> challenge where I have to be a character for five minutes, and then. Sing a song as the character. Um,
0: that's I can imagine so. that. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: keep it keeps it keeps it fun and like yeah. spontaneous. So that's cool. Anyway, that was a real real tangent. But,
0: um, <laughs> no, that's cool. I don't think I would be able to do that. <laughs> I think that's an introvert extrovert thing yeah, again. Probably for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot like in a million years. I mean, I don't know who knows, but that just sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> but but some cool. people think
1: performing and singing is terrifying too. So there you go. True.
0: Yeah, I don't really know what it is about performance that I am okay with. Like that's a, I still that's get a
1: great question. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I still get anxious whenever okay. I perform. Like whether that's flute or like singing, uh, performing. I mean, but like on Twitch, that's fine. That's it's very chill on Twitch. It's not really like a performance really to me. I was going
1: to ask, like, what makes it easier or like, yeah. So is it okay? Like, do you (laughs) tell yourself, like, it's okay to go through this anxiety because I enjoy the process of performing? Is that kind of how how do you like justify feeling like that?
0: That's a good question. <laughs> Have <laughs> I just been like suffering for no reason? <laughs>
1: well, no, because what you do is wonderful and and important <laughs> for everyone to hear. But yeah. It's a good question to ask. I mean, cuz I've been like I've been nervous before many, many times and it's like what is the reason for this? Like mm. what is what justifies that? I don't know.
0: Just an interesting question. Question. Yeah. I mean, because I've always just y- you hear people talk about like how to deal with performance anxiety, yeah, but never actually asking why you get anxious. I mean, being on a stage and having people look at you and like they're mm-hmm. probably judging you <laughs> in a way. <laughs> I mean, that, or they're just that's... awed
1: by your amazingness.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I love music. I love making music, and I guess that's. Worth more than the anxiety. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, I agree. Yeah, that's a good good reason. <laughs> also, like,
0: anxiety and excitement are the same, like chemical reactions, right? So, it's just kind of the context that your mind, like that, your that's mindset good... is set on, is what makes it either scary or fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good, a good point. I like that. Um, I think that like after the anxiety you you know after a performance you you're you're on a high like you have mm-hmm. that like adrenaline rush so it's like that's part of it i'm sure you know the anxiety mm-hmm. part and the and then like your your nerves are are tingling and you're like oh my god we're going to do this and then after you're done you're like that was amazing it was so much yeah. fun so i definitely know what you mean about like that perspective mm-hmm. of like it it can be the same th- like it's excitement absolutely yeah yeah. I definitely agree. Um <laughs> I've yeah, on Twitch I'm not nervous. And I think I think I I mean I street for perf- street performed for like 10 years before COVID. And mm. um I would say like sometimes I would be I think I would be nervous starting the show sometimes. Like I set up, everyone's like watching me set up, like there's all these like <laughs> hundreds of people at universal city walk being like who is this girl <laughs> setting up her piano like who is this person mm-hmm. um and then being like okay here I I'm ready to go and <laughs> i guess i'll start a song now and then like everyone turns around and looks at me and i'm like okay but once like i dive in <laughs> once i dive in then you know for the next however many hours it, it was fine but it definitely mm-hmm. it was a process i think it i was I would always get more nervous. I mean, back in back in the early days of <laughs> of performing and street performing, I, I would be more nervous. But um, yeah, I don't even remember how to play a live gig anymore. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um. Oh no. Okay. I've been. I've been to. like, so conferences. That's the one place that I would say i I still get a little nervous. Like. I go to th- these songwriting conferences, and um, there's showcases sometimes, and I know that, like, everyone who's listening is a musician or, like, an industry person, like, somebody important or somebody that knows what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. They're all out in the audience, so I'm like, this is <laughs> nerve-wracking because <laughs> of, of all the people, like, you're the people that would, I don't know, know that I'm not doing something good you know <laughs> so um mm-hmm. those are those are the situations where i'd be nervous i would say more yeah. more so
0: interesting <laughs> yeah yeah do you do like songwriting camps and such yes i do um i would love to do more lots
1: and lots more um i've done some syn- sync camps so like um license mm-hmm. like sync licensing camps this past year and a half, two years or so. Um, and they're always really fun. Yeah. Um, They've always, they've all been online so far, but um, I would love to do more
0: and <laughs> in person
1: <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you do them or do, are you interested in doing them?
0: I'm interested, but I like, I didn't know that was a thing until like, I don't know, like the last year or so. Cool. So, yeah.
1: What yeah, well, um how did well, you like figure it, find out about it?
0: I I went to the Vancouver International Film Festival for their sort of conference thing. Um, okay. It's called like cool. Amp Accelerator Program and you just had a bunch of industry people, music supervisors and film composers I
1: remember t- mentioning this to me yeah, or so. This sounds really familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, because we did our songwriter session after I came back from that. We were like organizing oh. a time for that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, that's awesome. Like, so
1: there you learn, you learned about it there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Just a little bit though.
1: Yeah. Well, you should um, if you're. interested. How do you even yeah.
0: like know about? hear about these things though <laughs>
1: some, some of them are like super secret and you have to be invited which i've never been invited to them and i'm like always like
0: hey I, you know if it's something's
1: happening i'd love to be a part of it um so i'm waiting to be invited to those ones those are like this the like with publishers and like labels and stuff but um <laughs> the but then there's like sync camps licensing camps that um that I know I know the people who who put them together and and they're they're wonderful and yeah I mean I can I can like like give you the info girl I can let you know <laughs> sure. um it's really it's really you know like if if that's something that you want to sort of pursue and, and like add to your sort of your journey in 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 music and everything and you want to like kind of delve into that world it's it's a fun world i really enjoy what um, kind of like
0: stuff. what kind of goes on at i think thing camp um yeah. <laughs> let's
1: see the ones that i've been at they basically every day you have um you get paired up with so it depends what you do like so, so they pair up a producer a writer like a songwriter and then an artist like so the artist is also writing but they're going to be like singing and cutting the vocals basically Mm -hmm. and um you get paired up with a music supervisor and they basically you know they have some briefs of of things that they're looking for um for their projects you know it could be a, a a supervisor for a tv show or a or a you know, a network trailer house, um, an ad agency. You know, all sorts of places where they need music to be aligned with, uh, you know, mo- like like picture, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you have the day to choose a brief and write to it, and you know, kind of try to direct your like what you do to what what they want you know like what they're looking for Mm -hmm. um and then you do it again for a couple more days and then then we have a listening party like a a week or two after that so you have you have an opportunity to um basically work on the song and cut the vocals and the production and all that so it's a lot of work but it's really really fun and i'm actually releasing a song this month on the 18th oh my god that's Ooh. in like a week and a half i hi guys i have a song that's coming out i <laughs> haven't even like told anyone <laughs> what what how is it like i know a week
0: into february i, I don't know. even know i don't even
1: know <laughs> anyway yeah. i have a song coming
0: out <laughs> it'll Got be it. out by the time this comes up it'll okay be like- so a month until this comes out got it so you guys should go listen to my song
1: change there you go i wrote it i wrote it in one of the camps um and i'm releasing it um under my Shiny rose project which has not seen many releases in the last couple years it's like the Mm -hmm. first release i'm gonna have in like five years which is (laughs) crazy but also like you've got a
0: lot of projects going on yeah
1: i have a lot of projects and that's kind of how where my like journey took me i kind of got burned out from the artist thing and Mm -hmm. kind of delved into a duo and sort of more pitching for you know tv and film stuff Mm -hmm. um but it it was a song that i'm like i feel like this one needs to be released on Shiny rose project and um it's kind of about like saying goodbye to your life as you knew it and then like kind of welcoming in and celebrating what has changed so it's like it's like bittersweet in that you're like kind of like grieving what you said goodbye to but also like celebrating what you have Mm -hmm. um and I think that for me that specifically falls into the vein of like motherhood and just kind of your life totally changes but it's a wonderful amazing thing but it's also like really hard and really like you don't know. I'm like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> most days yeah. of my life, but um, but it's absolutely it's amazing, and it's also it's like oh, there's so many things that have changed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there's also a pandemic, so it's like, <laughs> and like I think a lot of people's lives have changed dramatically in the last two years. In yeah. in in. in any in any particular capacity and like various different capacities but like for me that's kind of where that came from and i was like okay this feels like really close like this is a personal song like of of my story you know so i was like okay this fits this it fits to be released on Rose. so so it's out guys (laughs) go listen to change (laughs) i can't wait oh man yeah we're gonna have a um, a party, you know, a listening party on, on Twitch yes. and all that jazz.
0: Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was going to ask like, what, how has your life changed since having a baby? <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, a lot of things, like, I think the main, like some of the main things are like, all of a sudden you're not just like responsible for yourself. Like you have this other human being that um, it's up to you to keep alive. <laughs> but that's in, like, no the general sense. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> like, keep alive, yes. But, like, and, and obviously once you, like, know how to feed them and give them, <laughs> like, like the basic needs, you're going to keep them alive and it's going to be fine. But, like, I think the next layer to that is also it, it's, like, this person is looking up to you and only you, and you know, obviously, like my husband too, and, and so his his dad, but like, as a mom, it's like, I basically have to teach this human being how to be a good person in this world. And it's up to me. And like, he will look, for, look to me for like comfort and support and like telling him it's okay. And whatever it is, like the obstacles in his life is like, <sighs> He's gonna mm-hmm. come to me to 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 like to make, to help him figure that out, and I'm like, I don't even I haven't even figured it out for myself, so I'm like, <laughs> how am I gonna do this for this kid? <laughs> but I think that like, um, so that's that's a big thing that changes, but I think that's also a like a thing that like mothers just kind of put pressure on themselves mm-hmm. to generally, you know, know <laughs> how to do it all. And the fact of the matter is is like you're learning as you go, like nobody knows how to do this before before you have a kid. Like you don't know, and it's all every kid's different and all that. So Mm -hmm. it's okay. Like it's like this is the pressure you could put on yourself. But in reality, it's the most wild ride and it's like you're every day you're an artist. You're an artist and you're 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 a scientist and you're an artist, you're a chef. You're a, a teacher, like you're everything so every many day. Hats. Right. Like because you have to be creative in like trying different things. Like babies crying. The <laughs> thing that worked last week isn't working this week. You have mm. to invent the next thing that might work <laughs> and try it out. Like you have to experiment all the time of like um, you know, like trying to figure out especially when they can't talk yet, you know. Mm. So yeah um so you wear so many hats yeah definitely like your time changes too it's like the the amount of um like you really I really had to pare down my priorities of like what can I give my time to Mm -hmm. because I have so little of it so what is the most what are the the most important things to me you know to do and 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 I have to just like cut out all the rest of it and Mm -hmm. um that's I think a a good like it's kind of a blessing too because you're like oh why was i wasting time on this thing you know like so there's there's good parts to that but there's also like frustrating parts where i'm like i can't just you know be like yeah i'll go hang out with you at like 1 <laughs> 30 p.m on a monday yeah <laughs> friend or like yeah i'll jump into a session right now because mm-hmm. you need somebody, you know. It's like, no, I gotta get somebody to watch him. And like, I gotta. Maybe we can plan it in the, during his nap, or like after he goes to bed. Like, right? We had struggled this, yeah. to, to like schedule <laughs> this because I'm like, oh, I don't. Wait, I think this will. No, this won't work. Let's try it. No, oh, he, I don't know when he's going go to bed. Okay, so but yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to, yeah. to make it happen. It worked. It worked out. In it the worked end. out. Ugh, I know. <laughs> Yes, so <laughs> that's how it's changed. I mean, I can keep talking forever about that, <laughs> but um, I think I think also like things that used to be really really important or like um, such a big deal are now like okay, not such a big deal anymore, mm. or like or like things that you never thought would be a big deal are now really a big deal. So yeah. Um, it's adjusting to all of that. It's a big adjustment, but it's yeah. it's just like, I don't know, like having this human discover the world and like you being there to like help him grow is the most amazing thing too. So uh-huh. yeah, well, that's pretty. Shout out
0: to all the moms. <laughs>
1: shout out to all the moms. Yeah. Um, I totally give you all, you're doing great. Shout out to the moms. You're doing amazing yeah incredible, I think I just heard my baby cry, <laughs> oh
0: speaking of <laughs> so your all of your other projects, like what you have Joan and you have roseport roseport yes, yes, I do what are um, these Do not necessarily duo projects, but what are all these other projects? What
1: are these projects? <laughs> it's a great question um so they're duos they're with the okay. same um with the same partner, um, Chelsea, and we met at I did not
0: realize that. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and so the thing about that is uh, we – so we met at this, li- like, sync licensing um, workshop, I don't know, five years ago or something, and um, <clears throat> six years ago? Ugh, it's been a while. <laughs> Life – goes by quickly Mm -hmm. um so we instantly kind of connected and and wrote a song together and started roseport and um um kind of we had the same idea of like okay let's start a project with the intention of sort of having a business hat on and and writing with with sync in mind Mm. and there's a different kind of approach to writing in that sense versus um, like sort of with an artist um, or for yourself as an artist. Um, Well, and there's a fine line between those two. So it's like, you know, there's like a specificity that some artist songs have um, that tell a story that if you put it in the context of a song that would be licensed to be used for film and TV or ads, the, the story would have a universal theme that everyone can relate to same as like an artist song but it would have it'd be universally specific so like like as an example like if you were like my love you know daniel my my the one i love with Mm -hmm. blue eyes and blonde hair like that's really specific and that wouldn't necessarily like fit in a lot of um contexts in in, with picture you know Mm -hmm. so So it's just a way of approaching, like, how you kind of lay out the lyrics and, Mm -hmm. like, how you lay out the the story. So anyway, I don't know why I went into that. I could nerd out about
0: that forever. (laughs) No, it's interesting to hear, like, what kind of music supervisors look for, I guess, for for these things. For sure. For sure.
1: Yeah. And it's like a process. You learn it along the way. And even stuff that, you know, like, and we, so we did Roseport stuff. And Roseport, you know, we had some placements and stuff on MTV and, and like CW and things like that. Um, oh, nice. And then we wrote a song that was kind of darker and more cinematic. And, and we're like, this doesn't fit Roseport's brand. So we created Joan because we're like, oh, we really like – well, we kept writing songs like that in the, in the Joan um, realm as well. And we're like, this – feels like it fits better for what we're writing right now. Um, they don't really work together in one project. So we created Joan, the alter ego of Roseport, um, cool. female empowerment, kind of badass, um, Wonder Woman meets Jessica <laughs> Jones style, cinematic dark pop. and um, cool. Yeah, and then we focused on Joan for a while, and now we're kind of circling back and we're like we need to release like all this stuff that we've sort of put in the treasure chest that we haven't released. So that's what this year is about. Mm. So.
0: Cool. Yeah. How did you guys come yeah. up with the names? Are there like meanings behind these names? Um
1: so that's a good question. I would say yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> um Roseport is kind of a combination of both our names in a way. Mm. Um and I mean, like I'm, Shani Rose and and Chelsea um, means Harbor in some oh, okay. language. I so was like, like, how
0: does Port and Chelsea <laughs> sound? similar.
1: So we're like Rose Harbor. We're like that didn't work <laughs> out. So we came came to Roseport because it also kind of sounds like a a wine, and it's kind of like classy, mm. and it's like. Um, yeah, and it's 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 our indie it's our colorful indie pop project and um yeah, we hadn't released a lot of stuff for for a couple of years on that either and we just released something in January um oh, yeah. called "Hellos and Goodbyes." Ooh. And um yeah, so that one that one was fun and Joan, um it took us like 30 seconds to come up with this name uh we were sitting we went we did like a little writing retreat on the east coast and we had written another one of these like joan songs and we're like this is not gonna work for rose part we need another project <laughs> and we just sat there and we're like what about joan in all caps with a slash in the o <laughs> which i know is pronounced something else in like in in europe in like the netherlands or i i think it's or so, somewhere <laughs> in in that area of the world, but yeah. um, that's the slash was more of like a a strength, Aesthetic. okay? Yeah, yeah. a, a, a strength, strength aesthetically and visually, and um, it was also like I don't know, Joan of Arc came to my head too, of like just like a strong woman, a strong a strength, a female strength, a female, um, an empowered female, um, and within like. A minute we're like yeah we're joan that's perfect and uh there it was so, <laughs> that's,
0: so that's nice how story. that works out <laughs> yeah so some patron questions um yes. fong asks how much of an impact does twitch have on what you're doing now and what would you do without it
1: oh it has a lot of okay so twitch has a lot of impact on what i do now i stream twice a week and it's one of the i mean it's the only way i have i do live performances now Mm -hmm. um and it's also very um helpful in paying some of my bills (laughs) um in terms of like supplementing um you know my teaching and things like that so but i but also it it's it's made it more convenient for me, to, like, I, I stay home a lot more now mm-hmm. anyway with the baby, so it's like allowed me to continue to do my music and do, um, you know, like perform for people and and you know, widen my fan base and peep pe- in people who are engaging with my music, which is, um, really amazing and fulfilling. And also, Twitch has been honestly like so much better than a random like gig at a restaurant or bar because people are there people are there because they want to be there they like actively chose to click on your link and like show up which is mind-blowing because i'm like oh
0: people want to be here like they i am still surprised as well (laughs) they
1: care they care yeah they care about what you do and that that is like The most amazing feeling, you know, because I think us artists, we do we do this as a creative outlet and an expression for ourselves. But there's also an element to it that like we feel we have this need or this duty to like share it with the world and share it with people. And like, you know, my my hope is that something that I write or something that I perform makes somebody's day better, you know, or like or like gets them through something or or helps them relax or, or helps them cry it out whatever it is yeah. that they're they're going through and twitch has um you know like the platform and the people that have come into my stream have made me feel it's been so rewarding and fulfilling to me like made me feel like what i do matters to other people and i've been able to share that with with people and 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 affect them in a positive way and that's like one of the big reasons why I keep doing what I do you know that's so much more rewarding than like driving an hour and a half to a gig and like playing covers for some people who are listening and really enjoying it and I really I mean and that's fun and I really there's an element to that that I um you know like but then driving like basically spending half a day doing this thing and then never knowing if the song that you played helped their right. day or like affected them, you know, and that that exchange and that sharing of the music and that feedback is really um, like precious, I think, yeah. you know. Being an <laughs> artist is, is, is a tricky thing because it's like you need to pay your bills and it, there's a business side of it. Yeah. There's also an art side. And it's like I couldn't – I don't think I could do 100 gigs that were like well-paid – but, like, no one cared yeah. without doing, you know, things that, like, it mattered to people, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Twitch has the has a platform where you can kind of work on both of those mm-hmm. and, and try to build both of those up. And that's, like, really special, I think. Um, yeah. And... It's changed everything too, because I can be myself, man. Like it's my show. Yeah. I can I have Bodhi on the show. Bodhi gets to sing songs. Oh my gosh. Okay? Yes. No, that's not Bodhi. That's Cleo. This is Bodhi. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: this
1: is Cleo. His uh, fiance. Oh yeah. Okay. They're planning a wedding.
0: I think I've only met Bodhi. <laughs> wow. So congratulations like, yeah. to them. <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: tell. I'll I'll relay. Thanks. So he's he's like, in his in another. He's traveling right now. He's not like. Okay. This is just. This is just his like, <laughs> in in uh, substitute in place.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, but like I can be myself. I can do improv on my show. I can like put a put a ski gloves on and then play a song on piano. Like I can be silly and be myself, and people want to be there, and that and that makes it so much more like a, of a rich experience for me like it's so much fun so yeah. that's what i would say what would i do without it um i don't know <laughs> i mean like i'd I'd probably find other things to do like i i wouldn't like what if twitch like disappeared tomorrow no i would be sad like this is a really i mean i love i love being part of the community i love um the people that come and listen like, yeah. so yeah, it'd suck if that, yeah. <laughs> if that were the case.
0: Have you like streamed live streamed on any other platform before?
1: I have. Oh, I tried out a couple. Oh, yeah, in March 2020. Mm. <laughs> um, I tried, I mean, I tried Instagram and Facebook Live and um, Periscope. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, RB Periscope. Yeah, I just <laughs> found out recently it was no longer. I was like, oh,
0: wah,
1: wah. um. Yeah, I I haven't found anything else that I I know, and I know there's a lot of stuff out there. I haven't found anything else that like as fun and like sort of set up for the way it is. You mm-hmm. know, um, there's a lot that, of other interaction other on there. Oh, the interaction is yeah. wonderful. That's so much fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel asks, "What is one song that you never finished that still haunts you to this day?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great question.
0: I would say <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't
1: haunt me in, in, in like that, like, oh, I feel horrible that I never finished it. But like, I did write this song with, um, with a great, uh, two great writers that I know actually from these songwriting camps and, uh, and, and like the conferences and stuff like that. And, um, I really, really loved where we got. The song, like it was really good,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we did like a verse and a chorus, and then,
0: for a split one second, one of the writers, Sorry, yeah, for a split the... second, I was like, I thought the title was "Where We Got." <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good title, though. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that means yet, but sounds cool. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, and then one of the writers went back to like England, and then we never finished it. And I, and I, oh. I and I think about it once in a while. I'm like, that
0: was a really good song. We should finish
1: it. But I'm like, I don't know. It's been like two years now. Should we?
0: Just messa- so, message them. Hit them up. Yeah. It's
1: called Feel Something.
0: Hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll ask her. I'll ask my my friend. <laughs> that would be don't know. cool if you finished it. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep you posted, guys. Yeah. <laughs> posted. So it it's always like a, oh, I should have finished it. As opposed to like, it haunts me, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: light haunt it's like a it's like easygoing haunting (laughs) it's like yeah, (laughs) it's a chill haunt (laughs) yeah chill haunt
0: basically cool yeah well thank Mm -hmm. you so much for your time (laughs) and for coming on this podcast
1: it was so much fun thank you for having me (laughs) I hope that um everyone tunes in to listen to all of your podcast episodes thanks and um i uh i'm looking forward to like collaborating more and recording the song definitely i i'm excited to like jump in and throw some ideas down and yeah. hopefully we'll we'll get something together yeah really for cool. sure
0: <laughs> yay yay okay cool cool